Welcome to the Olala land of soulful minds, a euphoric land of elevated thinking on a practical level today. Today we have, y'all, this is truly one of my favorite people. So if y'all were here, I'd be like, please give an applause. This is my little sister, Shown Ayeni. Shay Shay, the one and only magnificent. Y'all are going to be able to hear her talking voice today, but trust and believe her singing voice. Ooh, it's beyond this world. So, Shown, a little bit about her. She is a 17 year old uh, in high school, about to graduate in four months and take really on the entire world. Uh, and we'll go to a wonderful school. She's going to get into all the ones that she applied to. And so we are really, really excited to have her. Uh, Shell, say hello to the people. Hello, people. It is my pleasure to be here speaking <laughs> with y'all today. How did you end up here? <laughs> I walked in here expecting to chat with my big sister. <laughs> Literally, literally, we are here. We're going to have a soulful conversation. I'll say, just because I said she was 17 years old, she has sang in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people, not only at her school, but also at her churches, at events. She won, first of all, don't have her on your (laughs) roster for a talent show if you want your child to still feel good about themselves because she's going to win. So she's won all the talent shows, like look out for her literally for me the best the best sounding Beyonce Halo cover well known here on the YouTubes like definitely definitely check her out hopefully she'll sing with us a little bit later a little easy, little, little <laughs> yes so we're gonna hop right into the soulful conversation awesome. with Sean and first question up is awesome so look your name is Shown slash Shay Shay. I don't know what your friends call you at this point. <laughs> but if you got the chance to name your soul, what would you name it? Mm. Take a second. Think about it. Okay, I'm going to think about it. Think Feel about it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I really, for some reason, the name Zara sticks out to me. No affiliation with the store because, you know, <laughs> we not sponsor yet. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but... For some reason, the name Zara just really sticks out to me. It sounds really beautiful. Um, I think it's really triumphant, and it, it just speaks to me. So, yeah. We hear that. Like, Zara, that's that's a good name, and I do go. I got a good swimsuit from Zara, so <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, uh, well, well, how do you feel right now? I'm, I'm going to hop into some questions. We're, okay. we're going we're gonna to take uh, it to different directions. So how do you feel? I'm excited. It's my first time doing something like this. I feel mm, excited. I feel famous. <laughs> but yeah, just ready for a great time. Well, my first question for you is, all right, so you're a singer, but you also have a very radiant vibrancy about you. And so for yourself and your soul, without your presence in a given room, what are people missing out on? love this question <laughs> because <laughs> because I'm typically a pretty humble person I typically don't brag on myself but this question kind of kind of makes me do that so that's super cool Ooh, I guess without me in the room 
you are missing a very positive energy mm. and just an era of supportive energy and just mm. happiness. I mean, that's something I definitely try and carry with me. I feel like wherever I go, I want people people to feel seen. I want them to feel represented. I want them to feel comfortable speaking with me and I just want to make them happy just as I'm happy. So without me in the room, they are missing someone that will definitely make them feel like home. Oh, my. That is so true. I feel so at home with her. Thank you. Wow. So next question is, all right, going with the flow. We all say it, especially your little millennial crew or Gen X. What letter y'all are at this point? (laughs) Right. So going with the flow. When do you tend to go with the flow with life and when not? Is it when you're singing? Is it when you're like, what is it? When does your full, when does your soul surrender and go truly with the flow? Oh, I love this question. Um, definitely you mentioned like when I sing and I feel like it almost brought up like the Pixar movie soul. Like they talked about having a sort of a time of flow and it was talking about how like, like their spirit kind of just like is elevated and they're just in that constant, they're in the zone, they're like in their flow. And I feel like when I sing and when I perform, I'm definitely, I cherish those moments where I definitely like feel in the flow. I feel that Mm. like when I don't have to think about it is when the best Mm. things happen. I feel Mm. like as a performer, you prep, you rehearse, you take your music lessons, you drink your water, you sip your (laughs) honey tea, everything. But honestly, like those rare moments when you're just comfortable, Mm. that's when like the best things happen. And I was recently talking to, I forgot who I was talking to, probably a teacher or someone uh, in the music field. And they were saying that, you know, the audience feels it when you feel it. Like, and that really stuck with me that, and that's also like very true. Like when I, I feel like when I'm honestly like giving myself over when I'm pouring my emotion or my experience into a performance yeah that's when it's really reciprocated I feel like when Mm. there's a wall up and I'm trying not to oh I don't want them to see me like almost cry or crack a little (laughs) that's when it becomes a little bit more manufactured and not really as authentic but I really do Mm. feel in that flow when I get to be myself on stage oh that is amazing that (laughs) is truly like when you feel it the audience is feeling it too i'm feeling this conversation now (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel the positivity but i also want to know when do you not feel like you're in the flow when do i not feel in the flow yeah in life in performance whenever Mm. i think when i overthink things because Mm. i i'm a person i love to have a good idea of how things are going. I yeah. I have, like, big dreams for myself. Like, I'm the kind of person that can just, like, be off in a corner just thinking, <sighs> just imagining. So, but again, it also comes with that sometimes overthinking. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's that one big note at the end of the song. I cracked on it on Tuesday. Now it's Thursday. What's the difference? <laughs> I feel like definitely when I try and overthink things too much, it kind of bogs me down a little bit and that Mm. that does I feel like that's also applicable to life like when I'm not like fully surrendering my will to say God's will and like I'm that's when I kind of get in that overthinking state and it's not as it's not as 
fun. It's, <laughs> it's definitely not, not, it's not as fun. A, of a positive place to be. So, Man. but yeah, that's probably when I feel most not in my flow. <laughs> so you do, you do a very creative art, which is singing, which a number of people, you know, unfortunately are talked out of from a very young mm-hmm. age. Not even because they're not good, but it, when you're living in a house, like that is an art that everyone is involved in because it's literally sound coming through walls. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, I would imagine that there's a lot of young singers and even older people that whether or not singing was their art wanted mm-hmm. to be in the space yeah. of um, creativity. So this question is, how how do you start to live the life that your soul craves? Um, and do you feel like you're living that? Ooh, I love this question. How do you start to live the life that your soul craves? I feel like that inner person, that thing that's always saying something in your ear, like, like almost like if you try and give up something you love, and that thing that continues to bring it back, that inner soul, I feel like you really begin to live the life that you crave by listening to it. Because, I mean, it's there for a reason. It's there to, say, guide you or just at least bring you joy. Or It's there for a reason. And I don't think mm. it should be ignored. So I think the first step in starting to live a life you crave is just tuning into that voice as much as you can and listening to what it has to say. Y'all, I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm like, how do I ask questions when the answers are so flawless? Like... <laughs> Really, when I tell you, like, remind, she's 17. So, oh. <laughs> I mean, because you're 17, you've also now gone through a good amount of years of high school. Mm. Um, and high school is, we all have different memories of high school. So, <laughs> uh, what what is an idea about the world or life that you are trying to stop believing in? I love your questions, by the way. I'm, <laughs> Thank you. They make you think. This is really a soul podcast. I mean, hey, it, it, we soulful minds over here. Mm-hmm. Do you mind repeating your question? I want to. I want to. Yes, definitely. Everything. What is what is mm-hmm. an idea about the world or life that you're trying to stop believing in? Mm. I think I'd like to stop believing in the fact that, like, you feel like you need other people's validation to be who you want to be or to do what you want to do because I feel like a lot of the things that hold people back a lot of the time is listening to others sometimes I mean it's Mm. like it can go both ways you can listen to others and they can encourage you and they can inspire you and make you become who you never thought you could be but then again there are some other negative voices that sometimes you need to tune out so honestly the fact that you need to please everyone to do mm. what you love to do is something that I would like not want to subscribe to because uh, naturally I love people to be happy around me and it honestly takes me aback sometimes when I come in contact with someone who is just on the opposite side of my, my <laughs> being, my personality, my energy is like, oh, I don't, don't very much like this. <laughs> so, but honestly, uh, Honestly, the idea that you have to please everyone or the idea that you need other people's validation to do what makes you happy is something that I don't think should be a thing anymore. Yeah, validation, other people. There's so many thoughts. I think that's even just like 
social media because mm-hmm. y'all Gen Zers are the social media experts. Yeah. Um, and I know it started off just having like MySpace, which MySpace truly was that name, like your own little world that you were able to just curate your profile and you weren't super worried about other people's profiles until top eight came out. Mm. And now you have Twitter and Instagram yeah. and, and yes. now we even have Clubhouse, which is even <laughs> newer. So yeah. And one thing I feel is that with people's validation, it's here today and gone tomorrow. Ooh, especially like what you, go like, there. Especially like when you think of today, you think of ooh, cancel culture. I mean, okay. Some people I understand like they get quote unquote canceled for like a good reason. Like there's something that, you know, was very offensive towards a group of people that they need to be called out on. That, you know, it's not a good thing. But honestly, the way social media can be your best friend one day and then the next day be like, ooh, we don't stand her. Ooh, we don't like Kurt. Like, if you get all of your validation from that, you're going to be very, very sad. That is so true. And that actually leads me to the next question, which is, how do you know the difference between a red flag when it comes to another person versus people just being human? Mm. I feel like, naturally as a person... I like to give people a lot of, like, allowance and a lot of freedom, like, oh, they're having a bad day, uh, da-da-da, you never know, like, where they came from now, but I feel like it all goes back to to the soul, you know? (laughs) When when your spirit and your soul does not agree with someone, like, being in their presence, like, that you feel like it takes something from you, or you just feel like it bogs down your energy. yeah. I feel like that's how you know. I feel like there's a difference mm. between a person having a bad day and possibly right. taking it out on you and that just being them. That's and you can t- you can tell by your energy yeah. by discerning the two. Yeah, because I can tell when a friend is having a bad day and it's like, "Oh, they're still a loving, awesome person. They're just not being able to express that right now because they mm. have other emotions that are coming at them." And conflicting them. There's mm. a big difference between someone having just an off day. Yeah. You can kind of almost like empathize with that and understand that. But when it comes to them just being not a nice person, that's you something I think you can feel. Yeah. No, that's very true. Because, I mean, even for me, myself and I, like, <laughs> it's like I go through a range of emotions. And that's one thing I definitely appreciate about the people in my life, including Sean, is just the discernment of the distinction of Ola is just having a bad day. She is not a bad person Mm -hmm. and having being surrounded by that level of just like grace, Mm. uh, motivates really anyone to, uh, show up more as their better self when the time circles around for them too. So thank you. Thank you definitely for that. No, definitely. Okay, so fun question here. Okay. Because, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on some millennials, Gen Z. Yeah, okay. Y'all are really into Zodiac signs. I'm not going to lie. I'm a Virgo. Uh-huh. So I'm a fan. I'm all up in it. Yes. And so, um, one, tell us what when your birthday is, as well as what your sign, and um, if you're an earth, moon, fire, sign, you know. Anything. Yes, yeah, so okay. let us know. Are you an earth, water, uh, fire, or is it air sign? Yes. Yes. 
Oh God. Okay, I gotta be honest. I don't know the exact class that I'm in, but I know okay. my sun sign is Aries. Oh, you're an yes, Aries. Yes, I know my sun sign is Aries. I don't know. Do you know which which one of the categories? Yes, Aries is a fire sign. Ooh. Okay. Yes, a little bit about Aries. I gotta tell y'all. Yeah. So they are brave, direct, fearless, independent, mm. deep sense of justice, and natural leaders. So uh, when is your birthday? April eighth. April eighth. So all you Aries fire signs, you have a friend hey. right here. <laughs> Do you? Would you say that you're you're Zara, the name of your soul mm. now, uh, aligns best with the fire sign or? Um, if you had to just see all of the elements, what would you say you most aligned mm, to? I feel like Zara, like my soul name, even more than myself, is probably that fire sign. Like, I think, yeah. like, that whole ancient Greek, like, golden, like, goddess-like thing. When I think Zara, and I feel like that really goes along with, like, that warm tone fire sign. 100%. Y'all have to see... <laughs> Her outfits before anything she does, an interview, a performance, like she has the the makeup done and everything to Thank the T. Yes, I'm a Virgo, so I am a earth sign. Ooh. And I would say I'm an earth sign. Like uh-huh. maybe water, but even that is damn near earth. earth. So yeah. so definitely an earth sign in that sense. Uh yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to keep going on Zodiac signs. Do you have another question? I have a question. It's almost in the realm of Zodiac signs, so continue. Okay, I was going to say that additionally, on top of like being an airy sun, I did the whole birth chart thing. I was Good. like, what is this about? So I found out that I um, also I have a Cancer moon and then Ooh. a Cancer ascending. Oh. <laughs> so like that whole emotional, empathetic, like I was it like, oh, out. I was like, oh, okay, okay, Zodiac, <laughs> maybe you're a little right. <laughs> no, it definitely comes out. Oh my goodness, and oh wow, like the Zodiac signs. I know that it's not traditional for a lot of, especially religions, to uh-huh. like even try to take a personality test and yeah, say which one you sure. are, but. uh I'm, I'm a big fan. Okay, another fun question. Okay. This, this is another fun one. Is would you rather exist as a star or a cloud? Mm, that is interesting. Ooh. I know. You got to think about that one. Y'all got to think about it too. Mm-hmm. And whoever's listening, you got to think about it. Would you rather exist as a star or a cloud? Like, I would rather exist as a star because I feel like, have you seen stars recently? I haven't seen, like, in with my naked eye, like a star. But there's always, like, a lot of allusion to stars, especially Mm -hmm. in Beyonce songs. Yeah. So, I'm a big fan of stars. Yeah, but I feel like almost seeing a starry night, like, it's pretty beautiful. Like, and I don't see it all the time. Maybe I don't go out enough because of quarantine and all that. (laughs) But honestly, I feel like it's really beautiful and it really just, it's like shines through the darkness. Like you can't help, but just like it pierces through the darkness. Like it's literally a star. You can't help, but just see its brightness. Uh. And I feel like clouds are awesome. Clouds are amazing. And like, I find it interesting how they shift and how they move. And it's really Mm -hmm. great. Like being in an airplane and seeing like all of them compounded on top of each other. But something about... Something about a star is really 
cool to me. You know, in Lion King, they say that um, our ancestors look down on us from the stars. So uh-huh. who knows? Ooh. That could be your ancestors' Maybe. souls shining Maybe. bright or something. <laughs> who knows? On that note, speaking of ancestors, throwing it all the way back to uh, if someone someone is new, brought into this world literally every moment. Yes. And so if you had any message to a newborn, newborn baby, what would your message be? Mm. Let me think. I know. That one's a thinker. That one is really a thinker. of a, a word that would kind of like encapsulate what I would want to say but it's a newborn baby so they're not looking for <laughs> SAT words yeah, yes they're not looking for SAT words I feel like I would say that there is a unique reason why you are here <sighs> I would say that there is a light within you that is going to Remain in you throughout your entire life and don't let anybody extinguish or take out or cover up that light within you. Let me just go ahead and hand you my newborn baby. <laughs> like, any yes, baby like shall have. <laughs> that is, wow, that's a message. Thanks. I feel like, you know, the world is. I mean, essentially, in some ways, it's a pretty hard place. I mean, like, yeah. that's why when newborns come out, they cry. They're they, like, Miss Girl, what they is this? They cry loud. I, yes. ooh, this is not the womb. This is not my comfort zone. But honestly, throughout life, there are a lot of things that at times could, like, almost want to dampen your light. Whether it's, mm. whether you're bullied in, in school or mm. you grow up and you have people tell you things that aren't nice about yourself, like, there are a lot of things that could try and take someone's light. So I would want mm. them to always remember that they have a purpose here and that there's a light in them that no one can take away. That is everything. So if, the, I mean, if, if I got to give you the crown of being cod right now, because you got the messages for it. I'm just, oh, no, I know, if, I know, I know. If, if you were God, would Ooh. you create us? Sometimes I thought about mm-hmm. how God was chilling. He had Jesus and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Trinity. And for some reason, he saw fit to create us. And I think one thing that always stood out to me was that he had angels whose mm. sole purpose was to just worship him and just say how great he is because he is great and he is magnificent. But he still decided to make us, and he decided to make us with a choice. Mm. And I feel like there's a unique power in having a choice and still worshiping. And still, like, I feel like that stands out because I feel like when someone is bullied into a religion or if they're told yeah. like, you're gonna go to hell if you don't do like it's some hell sagas uh-uh. yeah no, i feel like there's a beauty in having that choice right and still finding god for yourself Whew. so i feel like so you would you would i create would create us, us. yeah wow. because i feel like that idea 
of having a choice is really amazing, and I feel like there's mm-hmm. a unique power when you do have that choice and you still surrender over mm, to God. That full circle, the full circle of life, really. Yeah. Whew. All right, so you are clearly a very insightful person <laughs> and <you. laughs> in tuned with your inner self. And so if you can think back, could you describe maybe almost one of the first times that you became aware of your own soul? Mm, aware of my own soul? I guess it would have to be when I first started singing. When mm. I was little and they would tell me like, like the first things thing my choir instructors did, they said, what you're singing has a, a message behind it. Because mm. I grew up singing in the church, so essentially all we were doing is singing to God. And that was my mm. sort of offering as a little girl because I did not I did not have money other than like what my mom and dad gave me. We so didn't have that much money, y'all. <laughs> no. No. So my first time pretty much being aware of my soul is like when I would sing those songs or when I would perform mm. and I felt something. Mm. Like I felt something within me. I felt something like stir up in my spirit, whether it's like a fire in my stomach or something. Like I felt like, oh, there, there's something there. There's something there that enjoys this. That like, here. yeah, that agrees with what I'm doing. And I was like, yes. And that mm. is something that has helped me to sustain myself singing honestly. Just like that feeling that, my soul was happy doing mm. it. I guess that was one of the first times that I could like tell yeah. that like, oh, this is something I'm supposed to be doing. Oh, wow. That's so in tune with your soul. And <laughs> I mean, uh, I, y'all have to hear her sing. <laughs> y'all have to. Can you, for me, for me, sure. also for the people, but really for me, can you sing us your little excerpt from Halo from Beyonce. I, I didn't tell her she was going to do this, so she's really winging it, y'all. So okay. just a... I remember just coming up with it one day. Aside, yeah. like, I tried to add something to the original amazingness. Yes. That is the original Halo run. Let's see. Okay. Hit me like a ray of sight. Flying through my darkest night. You're the only one that I want. Think I'm addicted to Rusty, you, you are beyond this world. <laughs> Y'all, that is Shown Ayeni, the girl that I am blessed to oh. call my little sister. Thank that, you. oh, wow, wow. That is our soulful conversation today. Thank you, Shown. Any last Thank words to, to the people? Where, where can they find you on social? Where, sure. where, where can we find you um, on the TikToks, on the Instagrams? <laughs> like, you can find me on YouTube at yes. Shown Sings. S-E-U-N, and then Sings, and also on Instagram at Shown Sings. Thank you, truly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> such a powerful and amazing conversation. Amazing. Thank you. Oh.